some of us, particularly those who are neurodiverse like me, don't enjoy doing this sort of stuff. It's boring and it's detailed and it just makes me go, ironically, for the way my brain works, it's actually the most important thing. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of How Not To Run A Business. It's me, your host, Jeremy Jacobs, and I hope you're doing very well today. So I have a solo episode for you today. It's just me in my makeshift podcast studio in my office, chatting away. And this episode today is off of the back of a LinkedIn post that I put on this week about something which has changed my life. And I wanted to share it with you. So let me start by asking you a few questions. Would you like more money? Would you like more time? Would you like more sales in your business? Would you like to lose a bit of weight? So if the answer to any of those questions is yes, it might be all four, might be one, might be two then this is the podcast episode for you. Oh, look, a little rhyme. So I have taken on something in my life which I avoided like the plague. So as business owners and entrepreneurs, I have noticed that we are stuck in a perpetual cycle of moaning and complaining about not having enough time, not having enough money, not having enough sales, not having enough friends, not having enough holidays, not losing that 10 kilos you put on over lockdown, not talking about myself. And it's normal, right? It's part of the human condition. And it's part of our society that people like to moan and complain nothing wrong with that I do it I catch myself doing it quite a lot in my experience we can talk about it we can think about it we can go onto social media and we can complain about it but guess what it doesn't change anything it might make you feel better in the moment to get it off your chest to moan and complain about it to all your friends and your network but it doesn't change anything the only thing in life that changes anything is action. Taking action, being accountable, being held to account by yourself or other people, being fully responsible for every aspect of your life. Now, I want to say before I go on about that, that I get it. Life is tough. Life is particularly tough right now for a lot of people for many, many different reasons. And I'm aware of that. And I'm not sat here going, oh, you shouldn't moan and complain. That's not me. That's not who Jeremy is. Because I do it. We all do it. But all I'm committed to and interested in is helping you and myself to change our lives for the better, to have the things that we want. That is why I mentor business owners to support them on that journey and we all need help we can't do it alone we need to reach out and say I'm struggling I don't know what to do and that's one of the things which is something I avoided for most of my entrepreneurial journey because of a sense of pride or feeling like I should have it sorted I should know 
etc etc and it was only when I closed my business and I started to get more vulnerable and more comfortable with being vulnerable and saying to people I don't know the answer to this I'm not sure what to do I feel stuck I feel fed up the world is a really shit place it's not fair all of this sort of stuff I've been there I still have that that I still have that tape on loop in my head playing over and over again. So when I closed my business last year, I made a promise to myself that I would look back at all of my behaviors, my thought patterns, my actions, my inactions, the things which I avoided doing, which I knew I should do. And I say the word should because I know some people have a problem with should. But there are certain things in my view in business and in life that if we want a life that works we do need to do we should do it that might be looking at your business finances on a regular basis that's something i believe you should do because it helps your business to function and you're not just winging it and hoping for the best i noticed when i looked that there were quite a few things that i wasn't doing in my business which had it not worked and had I have done, there's a good possibility that I wouldn't have got to the position where I chose to close my business. So as I said, I was committed to looking at all of those processes and things and behaviors and all that sort of stuff and changing them, transforming them, if you will. One of the things that I have taken on this year, which has changed my life immeasurably, is to start tracking what I'm doing. So if you've got a problem, the first step of dealing with any problem is recognizing it's a problem. Then the second step is to do something about it. So my question to you is, how can you expect to change things in your life if you don't know what the problem is? I don't believe you can. So when I ask the question, do you want more time? Do you want more money? Do you want more sales? Do you want to lose weight? I'm just using those as four examples of things which I often see business owners and humans complaining and moaning about in their lives. And those are things that I complain and moan about not having in my life. So I took that on. I want more money. I want more sales. I want more time. And I want to lose weight. Those are my personal choices. And the first step for me in changing those, which has completely transformed my life and how I view everything, is tracking what's going on. Now, I already know that some people who've responded to my LinkedIn post said they hate tracking. They hate tracking anything because it involves you to have to be focused, to do something regularly, to do something which is just, I don't know, it's just a pain in the ass, in my opinion. Like, you, you've got your workflow, you're doing stuff. You don't want to have to constantly go and track everything. It's, it's such a distraction. It's such a little irksome task, which really, really bothers me. It was only when I started to see the positive impact in my life that I realized, actually, this is the key to changing all of those things in my life. So... Let's look at those four areas of my life which I was moaning and complaining about and I wanted to transform. Money. 
do you track your finances in your business? I've done a whole episode about this, so I'm not going to go into detail. Do you know on a the most basic level how much money you're spending each month personally and in your business and how much money you have coming in personally and in your business? Now, the, the, the money coming in is the easy part, or it should be. You should have relatively few sources of income you might have a few but it's often going to be a wage from your business or it's going to be from a certain number of clients or it's going to be investment or property or whatever it is but I know and I can guarantee you this you'll you'll be interested in knowing how much money you've got coming into your bank account because that's the fun part right hooray I've got loads of money coming into my bank account oh yay I know it's certainly very exciting for myself the sticky part is the bit where you look at what's going out. And this is where the magic happens because you start to see how much money you're spending on certain things each month. And then you get to question, do I want to be spending this money? Do I need to be spending this money? Classic examples might be food, coffees, uh, subscriptions you know there's all these different aspects they're all small amounts they all go out over the month and we don't often pay attention to what that is and where it's going and how it accumulates so quickly I do that as a regular thing and I actually have done this probably for the last five or six maybe longer years which is looking at my finances personally and from the business perspective your profit and loss, your cash flow forecast, your balance sheet for your business. I actually have a cash flow forecast for my personal account. Um, so I know where my money's going. I've just cancelled a whole load of things that have been going out. I've cancelled Netflix, believe it or not, um, because I thought, mm, I don't really want to be watching a lot of TV. I want to be focusing on doing other stuff. And it's quite a lot of money going out in my bank account every month. I'm not going to go into any more detail on that because there's plenty of other people who are money experts that talk about this online and um, through their podcasts and social media and stuff. You can go and find those resources yourself. But I just wanted to highlight that is one of the most important things for me around having more money. If you want more money, you've got to know where your money's going in the first place. Yes, you can go and get more business and you can go and get more sales, of course, which we'll talk about in a moment. But you really need to understand every single pound and where it's going and if that's something you're not doing and you want more money then this is something i encourage you to take on there's a saying i can't remember where i heard it but i might have even made it up myself probably didn't but there we are um which is the fastest way to have more money is to spend less and that is absolutely true you, I do believe you have to regularly go through your finances and really question, do I need to be spending this much money, particularly at this moment in time where costs are going up, energy prices are rising, interest rates are rising, our costs are increasing. It's, it really is time to tighten the belt and have a look at that. This can be applied to almost any area of your life. So sales is an example of something that people want more of in their business but a lot of the clients that I sit down and work with are not tracking their sales and their sales activity on any level or very minimal level. It's very important to track every single lead that comes into my business, every conversation I'm having, how many phone calls I'm making, how many emails I'm sending, what's coming through from social media, whether that's LinkedIn or Instagram, 
making sure that I'm able to track when I last spoke to them, what the last conversation was, doing that on a regular basis. But that's only possible if I have a CRM set up, a customer relationship management system, and tracking all of that. It's completely changed the way I have viewed sales. I hated sales before. But once I had a system set up, then I was able to have more certainty and understanding of what's actually going on, what's working, what's not, what I need to do on a weekly basis. And that has completely transformed the amount of sales that have come into my business. Something else that I set up for my clients, one of the first things we do, because often the biggest issue in business is not having enough sales coming in. And I think it's, in my experience, something that a lot of people avoid because they don't enjoy it. I've spoken to salespeople who've been in sales for many, many years, and they say it's challenging, it's not easy, it's tough. So starting with a solid system that is enables you to hold yourself to account and have clarity on what's actually going on is critical. And then the final thing is time. Oh, time. We all have the same amount of time in our day. We've all got different responsibilities, different dependents, different needs, whether that's health or family or um, whatever. This is where I've made the biggest shift. And this was also the most challenging. And that was to track my time really, really detailed and start to uncover what was really going on. That was a common complaint for me. I don't have enough time. This constant perpetual cycle of feeling like I'm chasing my own tail. I've always got something to do. I'm always busy. I'm not doing enough of the stuff that I enjoy outside of work. So I use a tool called Toggle, T-O-G-G-L. And there are other systems out there, but I use that in combination with this quite complex diary system, which I've set up using Google Calendar. And what it's enabled me to do is understand how much of my working week am I actually spending on what activity. And I track it down to getting ready, eating breakfast, exercise, cheeky little afternoon nap if I have one, all the clients I'm working on, how much time am I spending on bills, hours, so actual time I've agreed with them versus any extra work that I'm doing outside of that, how much sales and development. I even track when I walk the dogs. What I've realized is that I'm able to see how long stuff actually takes. That's like the first and most important thing that I've learned. How long does it actually take me to walk the dogs on average a week? How long does it actually take me to eat breakfast and get ready? It was really interesting to see how much time I was spending on different activity and then what I was able to do with that information was take that and transfer that into my calendar which I've always avoided planning my week something that I've started doing which has really changed everything is to plan my week literally to the point where I'm booking in time to walk the dog to exercise to eat dinner to have lunch some of you might be thinking oh Jeremy that sounds absolutely horrific and I used to think like that but it has meant that I'm less stressed I feel like I've got more time because actually I'm really clear about where I'm putting my energy and what I'm doing and before it was a scattergun approach oh I've got this piece of work coming I'll do that next I'll do next that next 
It's even enabled me to block out time to record my podcast because now I know exactly how long it takes me to record a podcast episode. So what it's enabled me to do is block out time for something which is going to have to happen if I want to achieve the result that I set out, which is to release a podcast episode every two weeks. It's going to have to happen. But before I didn't have really any clear idea about how long it would take. I didn't have it blocked out. And then what would happen is other things would come up that I would need to then shift around and push back or not do a podcast episode or it would be done on a Saturday night when I really wanted to be relaxing and doing something else. So this has really enabled me to put structure. And the most important thing that it's movable, these blocks of time that I have in my calendar, I don't delete stuff out, I move it about. So if I get to a point where I think, oh, do you know what, actually, I haven't got the energy to put record a podcast episode i have to i do have to be in the right frame of mind if i came on this microphone in a grumpy mood you wouldn't enjoy the episode trust me and that happens sometimes so everything's movable but it doesn't get deleted it just gets moved so i make sure that i've got all these commitments whether that's clients or myself working out at least three times a week something which i avoided now because i have it planned in it happens okay be honest sometimes I do cancel or remove things from my diary but this is all a learning process I see other big thing which I wanted to say about all of this is start small play around experiment don't get caught up in trying to get it right or getting frustrated with it because it's not easy some of us particularly those who are neurodiverse like me don't enjoy doing this sort of stuff it's boring and it's detailed and it just makes me go ironically for the way my brain works it's actually the most important thing resistance to something new is natural because it feels overwhelming we're not sure if we're getting it right we don't know what to do we're not very well practiced but over time as it becomes a natural part of our routine it does get easier So I hope you found this episode useful. I hope you don't hate me because I know some of you listening to this will be like, oh, Jeremy, piss off. I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to be so regimented. And uh, well, you don't have to. It's your life, your choice. But I'm just sharing with you what has worked for me and what has made a real difference in my life. I invite you to have a look and start small. Do one of these things. If you've got a goal to have more time or you want to have more money, and you're not doing this, you're not tracking it, then give it a go. If you've got any questions or you just want to shout at me and tell me to piss off, then you can do that. Not a problem. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. This has been How Not to Run a Business with your host, me, Jeremy Jacobs. If you like this conversation and you want to hear more, and make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And whilst you're there, if you want to leave me a review, I would really appreciate it. If you'd like to connect with me online, you can do so on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And my profile name is Jeremy Jacobs UK. Or you can check out my website, which is jeremyjacobs.co.uk. So once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep on trying, keep on failing keep on succeeding.